Need to buy low or you need to sell high going into your fantasy postseason? We'll help you out right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. What's going on, everybody? Good morning to you. Adam Azer here with Chris Towers on Fantasy Football Today in 5, a podcast that gets you caught up fast on the fantasy news and advice you need to know. Follow and stream us on Spotify and leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Chris, unfortunately, we have COVID cases rising across the NFL. You've got the NFL making plans just in case they can't complete the season, which, of course, they hope to do. What should fantasy managers be doing right now to prepare for any possible uh, shortening, I guess, of the season? I think the only thing you really can do is make a plan with your league for how you're going to handle a shortened season. And the problem is, typically, your fantasy season ends with the playoffs. Obviously, if the season gets shortened, unexpectedly, you're not going to be able to do a playoff. And so you have to come up with an agreement with your league mates to figure out how you're going to handle that kind of situation. Either, you know, top record gets the pool or top points winner gets the the, the pool or split it some kind of way. Maybe everybody gets their money back. Um, you know, that that's how you're probably going to have to handle it. Beyond that, I mean, we're, we're in totally uncharted uh, waters. We saw MLB and NBA make it through their season. So that gives you hope. Um, you just kind of hope that we're, we're going to be able to get through this. And I, I assume that we will. Yeah. I'm going to talk about it more on the full length show. I've got some ideas of what you could do. Um, you definitely need some, if, if we get through, because one thing you don't want is the play your fantasy playoffs start. Yeah. And then you end before, you know, in week 15 or something like that. So we'll, we'll talk about it on the full length show tomorrow. Uh, did you want to add anything to the waiver wire? We had a full waiver wire show. Any players that uh, you're really passionate about that maybe are flying under the radar? Yeah, I don't know if DeAndre Washington even got mentioned he did. on the waiver wire show. He is someone I, I wrote about in the in my newsletter last week talking about like a potential beat the waiver wire situation. And what we saw in week nine was Jordan Howard had 10 carries for 15 yards, I believe, and a touchdown. So he actually increased his yards per carry for the season. Um, but DeAndre Washington seems like with Miles Gaskin out and Matt Breida dealing with this hamstring injury, he seems like the only person who could fill that Miles Gaskin role. And let's not forget that he started three seasons for the Raiders last year and had 60.5 fantasy points in those three games. He is a good PPR back who, you know, has had success at the goal line. So if DeAndre Washington gets that shot, he's someone I'm taking a speculative flyer on in a lot of leagues. Who are you buying low on Chris Towers? Well, hopefully week 10 goes better for Antonio Gibson than DJ Moore's week nine did because he was my buy low last <laughs> week. But Antonio Gibson, I just I have to believe at some point Washington is going to, you know, he we know he's the lead back. At some point, they're going to have to give him an extended run, see if he can handle that three down roll. I know J.D. McKissick's had a huge role. 18 and 49 targets from uh, Alex Smith have gone his way. I just think at some point down the stretch, Antonio Gibson is going to get a significant role, and he's going to be a potential league winner. And how about a sell high? This one hurts because I really like him, but Will Fuller. He, is, he has six straight games with a touchdown. He has 100 yards in three of those six games and less than 60 in three of those. Um, he is at 11.3 yards per target. He has a touchdown every nine catches. None of those things are sustainable. I think Will Fuller is a great player. I think he's a great fantasy receiver. But 
I do not think he's a number one fantasy receiver, and that's what he's been playing like for most of this season. So if you can trade him for a legitimate number one, someone that you have confidence in, uh, I think that's the way to go. There's an interesting player that I want to see what the next four weeks look like because it, uh, it's Tyler Lockett. Mm-hmm. And maybe you'd consider trading Fuller for Lockett, especially if you get an additional piece back. But le- these are the next four cornerbacks that DK Metcalf might have to face. Jalen Ramsey, Patrick Peterson, who's done a great job on him the last two times they faced off, Darius Slay, and James Bradbury. I by no means am saying DK Metcalf can't be great against them. But maybe this opens something up because remember when Metcalf had two catches for 23 yards, Tyler Lockett had 200 yards and three touchdowns. Maybe this next stretch of games can be great for Tyler Lockett uh, as Metcalf deals with a little bit tougher of a slate. So those are some names. I'll bring that up on the show tomorrow as well. Chris, thank you very much. All of you listeners, thank you very much. Please tell your friends about Fantasy Football Today in 5. Help us grow. And make sure you uh, are following and streaming the Fantasy Football Today podcast on Spotify. We'll be back tomorrow morning with another edition. Thank you.